Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back, folks. We're uh, joined by Dr. Joe Cantor, the Louisiana State Health Officer. Uh, Doc, uh, Doc, uh, I know um, that Florida continues with their plan with the FDA's approval to try and import drugs from Canada. Is there an update on that? Well, the update is that only recently they got FDA approval to do so. So about a week, maybe one or two weeks ago, FDA finally, after almost two years of petitioning them, FDA gave them approval to try and do this. Um, it's the first state to really be granted approval in this in this manner. Florida had been advocating for it for some time. And I mean, I'll be honest, it, it's it's worth a shot. I mean, there's there, there's a line of argument that um, it's not a serious plan. It's kind of more of a talking point, but, but let's, let's see what they can do. Um, Canada has responded very forcefully. I mean, clearly the Canadian pharmaceutical market can't support being, uh, you know, an essential supplier for the bulk of the U.S., and they know that. And so Canada has started to put up restrictions of their own pharmaceutical manufacturers sending product out of country in this manner. The extent to which they'll be able to really block it off completely, I don't know. So um, let's see what Florida can do. I mean, <laughs> they, they might be able to get some drugs for uh, for better prices. Um, it might be all for nothing. I really don't know. But um, it's an exciting development, that's for sure. Do you think that moves like this catch the attention of the pharmacy benefit managers, the PBMs that kind of have this monopoly over this? situation and you know i was reading an article um the other day about the these you and i have talked about uh, the diabetic drugs that are now have another label that are uh, really diet drugs and uh, a number of companies that are switching pbms going to medium-sized pbms as to largers and uh, um, medical economists are split over whether or not this is actually going to change anything and whether or not transparency and pricing and that will lead to lower drug prices. And, and it's almost the more I read, the more frustrated I get because uh, it's just so many hooks and ladders and shoots on, on this uh, medical economy. It's hard to make sense of it. Yeah, no, I'm glad you brought that up. No, I mean, even even if Florida doesn't really succeed in, in bringing in cheaper drugs, and like I said, they, they might not, I, I think it's without a doubt a shot across the bow to the pharmaceutical industry. 
Um, so now, you know, in the course of the year, you've got the first state being granted approval to try and import drugs internationally. You also have, um, you know, the federal law taking effect that caps out-of-pocket costs for insulin at 35 bucks. Um, and you've got a renewed conversation in the Senate on whether or not Medicare should be able to negotiate drug prices. Currently, they can't. And that's something that nearly every other country is able to do. They're able to negotiate drug prices with the power of being a large purchaser. Medicare is a massive purchaser of pharmaceuticals, but the way the current laws are set up, and this was negotiated in when the prescription drug benefit was put in, they um, they basically have to take the cost, the price that's given. They can't really use their leverage as, as a giant payer to negotiate cost of drugs down. I think the message now is none of those things are set in stone. Um, and it really has felt like they have been, you know, for 15 years or so um, because the farm industry is pretty powerful. But I think now it's pretty clear the public won't accept it. Lawmakers are responding to that. And I, I think, you know, the implication of your question is spot on. I think the farm industry is taking note of that. <laughs> and, um, you know, they're going to have to fight hard to, harder to keep these restrictions. I don't think I no longer think it's a given that these type of restrictions stay. I think everything's up for debate. You know, we, we've got a great advocate on this issue um, in Louisiana with Senator Bill Cassidy, who's oh, absolutely. Um, the second second most powerful person right now on the Senate Health Committee. You know, him him and Bernie Sanders, the odd couple up there, but but both of them are are really attuned to this issue. And so maybe maybe that's the magic we need to actually get something done on it. Well, I mean, the restriction that you talk about is exactly why Canada has cheaper prices, right? Exactly why. And same thing with the U.K. Um, It's not just because they have variations of nationalized health systems. I mean, Medicare is a form of a nationalized health system, and it's ginormous. They use those as leverage to negotiate with the farm industry. That's something that Medicare has been... Um, restricted by law from doing. Yeah. And, um, you know, and we, it's funny because I think on the Medicaid side, what, what, what is it called? 403B pricing uh, with pharmacy? Yeah. Uh, there's a program called 340B pricing. 340B. That allows, that's it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah um, allows um, certain, certain Medicaid drugs to be purchased at, at a very, very low cost, particularly for, clinics and hospitals that are serving underserved populations and with the intent that the the proceeds that they get on that or the savings they get on that then gets reinvested back into the care that they're providing communities sometimes it works that way sometimes it doesn't but that's that's yeah but the but the but the point is is that you know we it's almost like we have our toe in the water on a couple of things that you know and and we just don't want to put the whole foot in and knowing that it, it, it'll inure to the benefit of the consumer. Um, I think it, it helps insurance companies as well, uh, obviously, but we, we're just kind of stuck on stock. Yeah, that, absolutely. We, we, we kind of dabble. Um, I, you know, this one issue, I think it's just, you know, the weight of the pharmaceutical industry and their, their lobbying power has been so immense that, you know, the issue of, Medicare negotiating drug prices has just been off the table for, for so many years. It's not off the table anymore. So I, I think we're seeing that that industrial influence and power slip a little bit. I think the public is kind of realizing 
they're kind of getting swindled. You know, it's, it's, it's everyone's tax dollars paying for Medicare, which is paying these rates for drugs. And they clearly could get those drugs for cheaper if only the program was allowed to negotiate. So I, I, I think people are realizing that now and lawmakers are realizing that. So I don't, I don't see the industry's power here as, as unwavering as it was, you know, maybe a few years ago. Yeah. And I, I think what has helped to, uh, foster and stimulate this conversation, too, um, was uh, the fact that now a lot of states have engaged in, in Medicaid expansion. It was demonized for, for decades. Uh, I was one of the few early onset Republicans that spoke publicly about it and said that we needed to we needed to do this only because I, I saw from the inside out sitting on a hospital board the trials and tribulations of not doing it. And, you know, and, and the fact that we were leaving money on the table and all the other states that were taking advantage of it. And I think a lot of the that, that kind of that demonization approach is kind of diminished uh, in many ways of, of, about the, the medical economy. Yeah, no question. And I mean, with, with the example you give of Medicaid expansion, you know, a state's going to pay for the medical care of people that don't have insurance one way or the other. They're going to pay it to prop up hospitals that are seeing patients in their ER and having to admit complications on the back end, or they're going to pay a fraction of that on the front end to help give preventative care, you know, in the first place, which is what Medicaid does for a lot of patients. And in the process, you strengthen your hospital industry. That's what Louisiana did. And, and you know, that's what North Carolina is about to do right now. And, and one by one, you see these states that, you know, rejected Medicaid expansion for whatever reason, oftentimes political realizing that financially they just can't deal with that anymore. And I think, you know, all that's to the betterment of the people that really, you know, I mean, I, I believe strongly that, you know, if someone is sick or needs primary preventative care in this country, we ought to be able to find a way to make that possible for them, even if they can't pay for it. I got a text here and I haven't really followed his, his new drug company uh, talking about Mark Cuban. Uh, and I know that he he's got this um, this disruptor company that's out there, and in, in, in the manner in which they deal with drugs. Have you followed that at all? Just a little bit. Amazon too, um, you know, is playing in that space and, and trying to spin up 100%, um, you know, mail order drug companies uh, with various levels of success. The margins are really small on a lot of these pharmaceuticals and. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure where they're headed. To be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, obviously, um, it, it's all about the masses, um, you know, and being uh, as big as uh, as you can get in a very short period of time. Doc, thank you so much for joining us today. Truly appreciate your time, your insight as always, um, and uh, have a great week. Thank you, Noel. You too. Appreciate it. Uh, all right. It's Dr. Joe Cantor, the state health officer for the state of Louisiana. We will be right back, folks. Stay with us. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 